Tyreek Hill has been traded from Kansas City to Miami. When Tyreek Hill left the roster, I put Kansas City third in the AFC West. They have two ones, two twos, two threes, two fours, and four sevens in this draft. That's a lot of picks. Brett's building this thing back uh, to where we feel comfortable so that we can go win on Sundays. Hello and welcome back to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Um, in fact, scratch that, the game week Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Uh, it's been a long, long time coming, but we are finally there. Um, today, UK time is Wednesday, the 7th of September, and in just Thursday, Friday, Saturday, three sleeps. The Chiefs <laughs> play an actual real, good real live good uh, football game. Um, so to help me talk about that and some other um, nfl stuff, I have my friends Neil. Hello. I love that Tom. you sleeps there. That's a great... That's like... <laughs> we've got Sam's birthday on Friday and he's like, how many sleeps is it to my birthday? It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's two sleeps. See, but, I just, but you've got to go back actual sleep, son, which means going to bed. Yeah. You have to go to sleep. <laughs> if you go to sleep now, it'll come faster. Yeah. Indeed, Mark was already talking about what she's getting for her birthday, which is February. <laughs> Holy crap, we've got, a long, we've got a long time to go. Let's deal with Christmas first. Right. Yeah. Well, Christ, let's not even talk about that. Uh, no. I made the mistake of mentioning um, there was, some, we were dropping off at nursery and someone had, like, those little, like, flashing shoes, you know, with the lights and the heels. Yeah, yeah. So like, they're pretty cool. Like, would you like them? And she, she's like, no, that's it. Every day for last week, she's asked me Rolf when she's getting them for her birthday. <laughs> Good luck. Anyway, with that. That, I mean, that, that's just a rookie parent mistake, isn't it, really? Uh, yes. Anyway, how are Le- you guys doing? Learning, Tomo, Tomo, learn from this. And, oh, indeed, we were just chatting before how uh, Tom was getting um, Tom was getting married next year, hence he can't join us in in Kansas City. You got to chill on this. I'm still reeling from last week. It took four minutes for to start catching strays. Four minutes into last week's podcast, after being here for the whole of pre-season, it's just doing an Orlando Brown. I'm just coming when it's important the at this best, point. The best ability. I don't is need availability. Yeah. Well, you don't need to play unless it's meaningful. I reckon so. And do you know what the the other where's my contract? I'm Orlando so, Brown. I'm going to negotiate my own contract. Yeah, you're going to have a hold in. That's it. You can log in, <laughs> log into the podcast, and don't say a thing. <laughs> I think Neil's in control. Of that. I think you can just mute me at any point. To be honest, so. no, I can only mute myself. I think I don't think I can mute you. No, I can only mute myself. Oh, excellent! Right, Tom, that's that's fine. Then what do you think? <laughs> Well, I made the cut at least. No, no, we should talk about that private uh, group chat we've got going on. Anyway, uh, let's um, let's talk American football. Uh, so, like we say, the um, the bullets are live now. Uh, the Chiefs played actual meaningful game against the Arizona Cardinals in just a couple of days' time. Um, we, we will speak about that and make some predictions, but I think we figured that we probably hadn't got together as a group and just maybe talked about some predictions for. The rest of the league as a whole, maybe specifically the kind of um, our rivals in the AFC. So I think that we we're just going to speak about perhaps the teams that we thought were the most dangerous teams in the AFC, the biggest challengers to the Chiefs in the AFC, perhaps even bigger challengers. We we did some power rankings this week, and um, I think consensus is the Chiefs are not necessarily the the the, the overriding favourites in the AFC anymore. Mm. 
I think we're the third, probably, for me. Um, yeah, I'm just quickly looking through the... Yeah, I'd probably say third best team in the AFC. Yeah. But actually, I'll rephrase that. Third best roster in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that tra- translates to wins and losses is another question. Well, but, yeah, this, um, is, uh, this is where I think I, I agree, because there's a lot of chat in kind of some of the group chats that we've got going... And kind of, I think there's there's varying views on who you know who's the better team and who's not. And I think that I think the Bills consensus are the number one roster in the AFC. Yes. And I think that listen, we're all we're all big enough and ugly enough to to admit that had a coin toss gone a different way, the Bills might well be defending champions right now. It, you know, it's what it is. I'm not. I'm not um, I think in that regard. Personally, I'm not sure they've got that much more to prove. My, I'll tell you my concern about the Bills is that the Bills are the, are the Chiefs in our Super Bowl year. Really close. Like, for 13 seconds, read D Ford's fingernails. And they've gone out and recognised what the problem was. They couldn't get a stop against us when they had to. Uh, so they've added Von Miller. Um, and... That's like us when we put Frank Clark in mm. and Tyler yeah. Matthew. You know, kind of just they've 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 got to the point where they know what they're missing to get over the hump, and they've identified that specific problem. They've got the cornerback um, Elam up in, high up in the draft as well. So that'd be my concern. Although I, I think I'm maybe speak out both sides of my mouth. I think that I'll speak. I'll, I'll talk the Bills down because, like, they have failed. That's a fact. They couldn't. They couldn't beat us. Their schedule was easy, whatever last year, but also, I just, I just wonder if they are perhaps the sort of the the, the twenty nineteen Chiefs in waiting. But they were they've they've played this underdog card for a while now, and they've they've made this off season with it's a very partisan atmosphere there to the point where if they don't win the Super Bowl this year, it's a major underachievement, and that's a lot of pressure for them to have. I don't, I just. It, the NFL's a crazy one because the regular season only matters until the end of the regular season. It's not, it, it doesn't really account for anything once you get into the playoffs apart from home advantage because exactly like you say, you, you could be the best team you could be the best team in the AFC and then go out in what is essentially the second round of the playoffs. They're all one-off games at that point and the Bills haven't proven that they can win consecutive games and get to the the Super Bowl yet? I, I think the Bills, right, the, their defence on paper looks outstanding. But their offence, they didn't really have much of a run game last year. And if you take Stefan Diggs out of the equation, the receivers aren't great. Like there's, Their second best receiver is Gabe Davis, who had 549 yards. And their third best receiver is Isaiah McKenzie, who had 178. Like I was listening to the UK Bills podcast during the week, and they were saying like none of the Chiefs receivers would get in their receiving core. Hmm. Like lads, you're fucking cloud cuckoo land there. Gabe Davis had one good game in the playoffs, and there's recency bias there. Saying, oh well, he had a 200 yard game when fucking Chiefs decided to cover him with Dan Sorensen, who kept falling over. Um, like. He's, they're just offensively, 
I wonder if they're the juggernaut that people think they're going to be. And then I had my rant last week about them and mentally not necessarily there, whether that's players or coaches. You know, you can say, oh, if 13 seconds didn't happen, but it did. You blew the lead twice in the last mm. two minutes. You blew the lead with 13 seconds to go. Your number one defence gave up 41, 42 points, whatever it was to us. Mm. Like, that happened. You can't say, well, if it didn't happen, it did. Sorry. We'd have beat the, we'd have beat the Patriots if we'd have won a coin toss as well, so you need to get over that. How many yards did Gabe Davis have? 560-something. 549. Because Byron Pringle had 568 for the Chiefs last year. <laughs> Isaiah McKenzie, 178 in 15 games. Wow. Like, they, they're your so, second and third best receivers. Enough like, about the Bills. I don't no, care. But, but I, I mean, the, they, the are, are they are the team that everyone's talking about. But everyone seems to assume it's so much they're going to win the Super Bowl. It's so much pressure. I hope they get bopped by the Rams. I really do. And, uh, I hope the thing... they get shot on by everyone, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. <laughs> well, I, th- I think the thing, that, the, almost the, the thing that separates us... From the from the bills in in my mind anyway, and I, I probably in the power I can put them above us, sort of on roster strength or whatever. Like, we don't have that question, like you say, if the coin toss hasn't happened, because we like we've we've been there and we've done it. Like, mm-hmm. we've we've got over the hump. We've we've played horrific games. We were twenty four points down in playoff games, and won <laughs> won by two scores. You know, we like. I, I think that the we we've answered the questions. That were asked of us, the Andy Reid thing, you know, all of that, all of that nonsense. We've answered all those questions, and we answered them pretty quickly, you know, in my home second season, right? Yeah. So, no, I just, I just don't think any other teams are doing that. Justin Herbert's played two seasons. Josh Allen's played three or four seasons. Lamar Jackson's played three or four seasons. You know, I, I just think that there, there are, there are questions over some of the other teams. That, that the Chiefs have answered. The thing is as well for me, it's like, you know how they say it's really hard to stay at the top of the NFL and the Chiefs have done really well? Well, we yeah. had one devastating loss came back and in the playoffs, came back and then and then won it the next year. The Bills have had two in a row now and this is, they're going to have to be, they're going to have to be really, really good again for a third year in a row and anything can happen in the playoffs. Like, they've made it boom or bust this year and maybe rightfully so everyone's talking about them but, it's, it, it is hard to stay at the top and like you've seen the Chiefs last year we struggled but we made it to an AFC Championship game and we've had some changes this year and who knows which way it's going to go but at some point they're going to they're going to go through the same thing it's just the life cycle of the NFL and they, there's so much pressure on them this year they they could go the total opposite way you look at their first seven games right Rams Titans Dolphins Ravens Steelers, man. Chiefs, Packers. They could come out of that three and four quite easily. Mm. Uh, well, and, and, then, then, and you've also then got losses to the Ravens and the Chiefs. Yep. In, you As know, your AFC tough. losses. Yeah. Mm. Tiebreaker kind of things. Yep. If the Chiefs well, beat the Bills, it's going to be it's going to be so funny. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would, I would stress to everyone listening, right? And if the, the UK Bills guys are ever listening, this is not an anti-Bills sentiment. I think what it should be a compliment. It's an sentiment. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think what we're <coughs> railing against is the fact that I think that the that the media has basically anointed them as the AFC heir apparents. Um, yeah. 
completely. And I think that there's always been no regard given to almost, almost and this could go for the 15 other the Chargers teams. as well. So, so, yeah, by the Chargers, the 15 other, 14 other teams in the AFC that it's almost like, well, it doesn't really matter because it's the Bills to lose. The Bills are in a division with Bill Belichick, right? Does, do you think he's waking up thinking, yeah, fuck, there's no point? Tyreek Hill could be quite fun against the Bills as well. Not that I think Tua... He was last year. Not that I think Tua <laughs> could get him the ball, like, but... <laughs> well, if he throws it five yards from the line, then he might get it to him. Yeah. Well, I think and, the and, thing and, the Bills have going for them is their division is just so poor. Yeah. And that's uh, the thing. Uh, that's, that's the thing for the Chiefs. They, it's yeah, go try win the division. Just make the playoffs. Just make the playoffs. Yeah. Trust Patrick Mahomes in a one-off game against anyone. Just make yeah. the playoffs, and we'll see what happens from there. It's funny being a Chiefs fan. It's like the regular season. It is. It must be what the Patriots felt like all the music. The regular season don't matter. As long as you yeah. make the playoffs, the regular season just doesn't matter. We yeah, were shocking last year in the regular season. We made the FC Championship game. Yeah, yeah mad. completely. I think absolutely, and that's what we've done the last few years. Is Get get up to you know late October, November, December, and just start moving through the gears and really get motoring. Mm. You know, so by the time you hit the place, and that's that's what I think that um, happened to. Oh, was it the Ravens that year? You know, they came out. They, they were so good early season, and they got to the playoffs, and it's just like nothing. Cardinals last year, yeah, they were like yeah. unbeaten for so many weeks, and then they were shocking yeah, body. Cardinals suck. Anyway, we'll, we'll speak about how the Cardinals <laughs> soon. So, um, we've been we've been at the Bills for a while. Um, who else in the AFC scares you slash interests you? Um, Chargers are the obvious the obvious name, right? The uh, yep. divisional rivals. Loaded roster, perennial underachievers. At some stage, at, like I have the Chargers win now division. At some stage, they, they the have playoffs. to put it all together. They missed the playoffs, man. I know they You've did. You've got to get that shit together. That is bonkers. They missed the playoffs, man. I mean, this is my thing. We've just done ten minutes on on the Bills. By that reckoning, we should be doing half an hour on the Chargers because this whole it's History. the Chargers year thing. Like, there's like Justin Herbert's the you know the the, the you know the new Messiah. Like he's the heir apparent. Like, like Tra- Travis Kelsey has more playoff touchdowns than Justin Herbert. Which is mm-hmm. a, a, I, I understand, it's a very facetious stat, but it's true. Mate, he didn't make it to the playoffs, that's his own fault. That shit is on you, as Therese would say. Well, <laughs> I, w- I would agree, and I know that there's, there's, there's arguments in one of the other WhatsApp groups are in, that, like, that, that Raiders game that they played at the end of the season is one of, like, Herbert was as good as anyone has ever been in the regular season in that game. And that's probably true. It doesn't matter. They lost. Lost the game. And whether that's on the coach, who my thoughts are are out there on him, whether it's just down to the Chargers being cursed, which I, I think doesn't exist, is, yeah. is as facetious as everything else. Um, there's so, there is something preventing the Chargers from being as good as they should be. The Chargers are preventing the Chargers from as good as they should be. Well, exactly. Did you see even like even this year where they're talking about oh we're starting everything out? Um, did they not give up two like kickoff or punt return scores in the pre season? They went zero and three in the preseason with a minus thirty eight point yeah. differential. Ch- Ch- Chargers special t- um, team is going to just just be shit, frankly, like really bad. I'm a hundred percent like when we, we've been chatting a bit about this, uh, some of the bets that we're going to 
put on for the season and I am 100% having the Chiefs defence or special teams to score against them in week two 100% oh that ties into my one that's good <laughs> you'll like my one that. that's good um, AFC North Ravens or Bengals Ravens Ravens wouldn't be surprised but, if the Bengals missed the playoffs that's that's my that's my league wide bowl prediction I think the Bengals were the Bengals maxed out what they are and what they could be last year and that's not that's not a dig on them that's a compliment to them in, in a lot of ways Mm. I com- kind of compared them to to the Leicester season of whatever it was six mm-hmm. seven years ago, yep. in in our football over here that they just everything fell right for them. They hit yep. momentum and the right people in the right matchups at the right time. And I don't think they're necessarily a bad team, but I think that there's going to be there's going to be a come down on that. Yeah. I mean, just the Chiefs- just the maths. I mean, you get you can two teams are making from the AFC West, and then you've probably got. The Titans and Colts you'd expect to be above average, and it is probably going to be one of them that misses out with one of them between them and the Bengals and maybe the Dolphins or someone I don't know, Patriots. Or yeah, and then look at their division. Like the Steelers will be above five hundred, but whatever you think about Trubisky or Kenny Pickett or anything like that, Mike Tomlin will get the Steelers to five hundred. Which, at that point, you're knocking on the doors of the playoffs, and you're not. I, I, as, and even though you've got a 17 playoff format now I don't think you're getting three teams out of one division in the playoffs no I agree we literally played the Steelers didn't we last year in the playoffs it's crazy yeah and they were awful it's yeah. just, they just make they just they just know it's kind of like uh, not the same level but they just know to an extent how to win games that are close oh, the, the, they Steelers just are, the Steelers like their like their sort of record of competency Mm-hmm. over the last sort of 20 years is you know absolutely unsurpassed yeah perhaps the Patriots but apart from that nobody but nobody has been as consistently competent and above average as the Steelers and that's actually my my last question on the AFC is your is your sleeper team that no one's speaking about that you think could do some damage and and mine is the mine's the, mine's the Steelers I, I've got the Steelers making the playoffs I don't. I just... It's a quarterback-driven league and they don't have a quarterback. So, like, I, I just... The Ravens-Bengals thing... The Raven, it's, a pa- it's a passing league and the Ravens' offence oh. is not set up to pass the ball. But I think the Ravens are going to be really good, man. Yeah. That, I think they're going to be good. I think defensively they're very good. But the Ravens wide receiver core scares nobody oh Rashad Bateman that's my draft (laughs) I know he's he's your draft crush from a couple of years back but Devin DuVernay James Prosh and Rashad Bateman they have Demarcus Robinson there I mean Jesus Christ and I know absolutely nobody cares about this but I've got I've got Rashad Bateman in at least two of my fantasy teams (laughs) that doesn't surprise me like their passing attack is Mark Andrews yeah Um, but Lamar Jackson's a better thrower than people Give him credit for. I don't know if you flood the middle of the field and make him throw outside the numbers. I, I'd take my chances on that. Yeah. Like, uh, I, well, I, I, I'm, I'm I, can, I think I'd, the Ravens are going to be good, but I, I don't think they're top tier. No. But the, if you look at the Bengals and their passing attack, uh, I'd I'd take Burrow and their three receivers over the Ravens' offense. Yeah. But I mean, I would counter that by saying that. 
I like I know that they strengthened their line, but like their line was utter dog Bad. shit last yeah, year. Utter dog shit. And like they managed to ride it out like that, whatever it was against the, the Titans, like nine sacks or whatever they took the week before yeah. we didn't touch Burrow. But um like you, that's that's not sustainable. That that reverts back to Burrow getting absolutely mangled on a regular basis. But you look at Lamar Jackson, he missed what, last five or six weeks of the season from injury? Like you know, his style of play leads to injuries. Like you you can't it, it's what Josh Allen's gonna be in a couple of years, you know, you can't run seven hundred yards as a quarterback and not take a beating. It just yeah. doesn't happen. I'm totally turning on Lamar. I think that Lamar Jackson I think has has uh like a massively unique skill set that I don't think there's any other quarterback in the league has. But I don't enjoy watching him play at all. I hate no. that I hate that like thing where he bails out for the line to gets twelve yards, you're like, Oh Christ, that's so effective but it's so boring. Yeah, agreed. It's like playing someone on Madden who don't know how to play Madden. So they literally <laughs> just like they don't they just get the ball and like, ah oh, shit. He's going to run right in the quarterback. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, he's actually ran for like 25 yards. Cool. Cool. Because he's just quicker than everyone else. I I, 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 I did like watching the Ravens. Not last year, the year before. The, his MVP season was... It, it was quite cool, man. Like, to see that old stuff. I wish they'd just lean into it even more than they do. Like, you know... Teams, you know <laughs> teams adapted to it. Yeah, teams yeah. Teams used to it and they figured yeah. out how to play against it. I agree. You know, like, the Patriots, like, ran... <laughs> like, they passed, like, three times against the Bills in that snow game. The Ravens yeah. should just do that. Just go, do you know what? We're going to run every single play. Just see where it gets them. Yeah. And then those yeah. three passes will be... Those three passes will be 70-yard bombs. Yeah. And there'll be three touchdowns as well. To Russia Bateman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably be Happy more days. effective Fantasy than his passing game at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> right, who are who, who are you guys uh, named in AFC you're looking for or concerned about, I guess, outside the the, the, the top three or four we've spoken about? I'll let you go, Neil. I've got, I, I like the Titans a bit just because they didn't have Derek Henry last year and they, was, they still managed to grind it out. They're in a pretty meh division, so I could see them being good. Uh, that's mine that's all I've got really maybe the I Jags think... could be just not major bad but I don't think they're making the playoffs. so I'll go with the Titans uh, I mean people are talking about the Colts to an extent but I think the Colts are potential really quite good because they haven't got Carson Wentz at quarterback <laughs> and they still have Jonathan Taylor mm-hmm. I mean, he, I put, I'll put my hand up and say I've, I've... I've marked the Colts down to be the one seed in the AFC, but la- a little bit like how the Titans did last year. I think a lot of a lot of the other divisions are are deeper and are going to beat up on each other. And I looked at the the the, the Colts' um, schedule and it's not good. No, I was looking at that earlier. I agree. Well, and they just they just kind of walk over their division and just find themselves the one yep. seed because everyone else has beaten each other. Yeah, yeah. could happen. Yeah, could happen. I think, yeah, I think, I think the Colts could be just competent and above average like the Titans and mm. have 11, 11 wins and the rest of the divisions have just taken enough games off each other that they've that they've got there. Mm. Yeah. Right. Let's talk about the main event. Um, in fact... Hold on, let's talk about the main event and get another one. 
as I, as I said on our first take, which got abandoned due to technical issues that nobody will ever hear, but was nine minutes of <laughs> nine minutes of brilliance. Um, gold. It's, it's podcast been, gold. It's, it's been said that our best podcast start when I have a beer, so I've just opened a beer, 12. so you're about to get some... Great eye shit. Yes, well... <laughs> you're about to get some Chiefs chat. Let's just, let's just put it that way. Right, so Chiefs Cardinals um, were the, the later kick-off on Sunday. Um, but not on Sky. Bloody Packers-Vikings. Uh, I mean, from some degree, I can get that from, from Sky. Aaron Rodgers, divisional game. Kirk Cousins, meh. I like the Vikings. I think they're going to be really good. If we were going to do the NFC, I'd say the Vikings would be my surprise. I think they're going to be really good, but... It, it, yeah. It's not the Chiefs, is it? I'm surprised Sky point. haven't put us on. Well, well, we'll call it then. I'm, going to, I'm calling the Niners are winning the, the, uh, the NFC. Really? I mm. think they could be awful. Yeah, <laughs> they're so boom they're tra- tra- Lance, No, but they're, yeah. but they're worse. But, but the, worst, the worst that they can be is last year, which was in the championship game, right? That's their, that's their floor. You go back to Jimmy, Jimmy G. Mm. Their floor is the championship oh. game. It is with Jimmy G, but Trey Lance is starting, so what's yeah, your flow with Trey worst Lance? Worst case scenario, you, you, you ditch him halfway through. I don't think that, they can ditch that would be I, think dis- I don't think they can. That would be a disaster. Yeah, they've got to roll with him big time. Everyone's losing their job, man, if they go back to Jimmy G. Yeah, absolutely agreed. Absolutely, 100% agreed. Well, not if they're making the playoffs and, and, and putting a run in. Well, if if they're getting to a point where they have to bring Jimmy G back in, they're not making the playoffs yeah, yeah, at that, that stage because Trey Lance has screwed them over. Their their defense is top six or seven. I think if like you know that 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 unit that brought took them to our Super Bowls, I think it's still there, man. I, I can I can see it anyway. Um, it's gonna be a lot of ten yard penalties with Charvarius Ward holding every five <laughs> <laughs> He could be one of the more underrated players in the league, and that's, that's the thing because he's got a big money move now. People are going to speak about him, and we're just going to go, "Yeah, yeah it's the same player we had." <laughs> that's just that's just our Travis Ward, and folk are going to go, "Oh, look at him! This, look at him! That in this in this uh, in yeah. this scheme, isn't he physical? Isn't he this good?" Yes, 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 yes. Remember You're that also, time you picked yeah. up? Remember that time you picked off Tom Brady to win a championship game? Oh fuck no! No. Because anyway, um, Chiefs versus we digress. Cardinals. We Chiefs digress. versus Chiefs versus Cardinals. The thing that we're all here to speak about. Um, Nine o'clock kickoff. Um, playing away in Phoenix. Nine twenty-five kickoff away in Phoenix. Um, I think that the from what I've read, the, the Cardinals. I think are. Definitely not at full strength. Um, There's a few questionables. Yeah, on DeAndre Hopkins uh, is um, suspended. Is out with a suspension. They've got a few other guys, I think, who are uh, carrying injuries. Guys like JJ Watt hasn't played in a long time, coming back from injuries. Whereas um, Scratch Blake, Blake Bell, I think the, the Chiefs are basically at full strength. Um, counter that first half of the season Cardinals are awesome Chiefs I mean I guess first off how, how excited are you all um, it's been it's been such a long time coming very 
I'm just I'm just trying to think of what my Sunday evening menu for dinner is going to be. Do we go with steaks barbecued or do we go with ribs? Uh, you kind of you have to do that first game of the season just to kind of really get yourself in the zone kind of thing. Mm. Um, I'm I'm kind of torn between those two right now. It's quite nice to be in the late kickoff, you know, because you kind of you can get all the excitement from the from like the early games. And then it's just going to build, lovely. You can eat, you can eat some like nice food in the early games. It all build towards that nine nine thirty kickoff Kids time. Kids will be in bed. Yeah, was, <laughs> as, as, as we said, <laughs> childcare responsibilities. Yeah, they're, they're packed off. You can get. I always feel that during the six o'clock games, when there's a real glut of games, I, I love Scott Hansen. I love that. I love Red Zone. So I, I, I quite like to take in a bit of that. Yeah. Then get onto our game. Because yeah, Red, Red Zone all, during the late games is never the same. It's just my kids all watch Red Zone because it, it's just like snippets and yeah. it's kind of got their attention span length. It's like oh you you watch a minute of this game and then you watch a minute of that game. Like they can deal with that at six. Uh, as you were just saying there, like the nine twenty five, you, you see the bulk of all three games just because like of the breaks and each of them kind of coinciding mm. or not coinciding. I don't like um the only thing I don't like is when. He tells you what's happened, even though, even though like you kind of know what's going to happen. Is like these are in the red zone, they're something in ten. Let's see the play, and it's like they kind of they've scored, and it's. I'd rather just watch. I I never really watched red zone. I watched it once last year. I really kind of did enjoy it, but at the same time, I kind of like watching full games a lot more for some reason. I don't. I feel like it should be everything I love, and I did enjoy it, but I. If there's like a really tasty matchup, I prefer just watch the whole of that game. Oh yeah, Red, Red Zone is. It's I think so you need two screens, man. I don't need to get yeah. two screens. <laughs> I mean, Red Zone's much better when you when you've got three or four good games going, high-scoring games. Yeah. Um, I guess. Yeah, when it's yeah when it's three or four midfields arm wrestles, it's it's, it's definitely not so exciting. I reckon two screens is definitely one because you can have red zone, you can have like a feature game on your TV. I'm going to do that this year. Well, I discovered halfway through the season last year that you that I or I got a new TV. One of those two things happened. I can't remember a long time ago. But you can, I've got like a browser now, so I can I can get Game Pass mm-hmm. on on my actual TV. I don't TV. Have to put it through the laptop and oh, yeah, I think because when I try to HDMI the thing between the TV and the laptop, it's just got this horrible stagger, which means you can hardly watch a thing. Mm. But no, it's Game Pass all the way for me because so I can I can only get the Sky games on the laptop, which is uh, obviously not porn on the big TV as we've we've discussed at length. <laughs> right, how do you how how do you see the game going? Uh, first off, I mean we've not played in a while. I think preseason went was good pre-season enough. Was I think fine. yeah, yeah good enough. Pa- Patrick Mahomes looked. Like Patrick Mahomes, um, we didn't see very much of Juju or MVS um, or Travis Kelsey, but what we did see was good enough. George Kalaftis got a couple of sacks. Um, yeah, I mean, how, how do you see that translated when, when like I said, the, the bullets are live? I don't know. It's going to be a real interesting test, isn't it? Like, because. There's so much unknown about the Chiefs. Like, what's the offense going to be like? I think it'll be fine. 
because most of them are veterans like Juju and Valdez Scantling have been around the league a while that you kind of you know what to expect from them even if you don't know what to expect from the offense but defensively who knows like I, I generally haven't the breeze what's going to happen with the defense maybe we're really good maybe there's enough first second round third round top 100 picks that the talent shines through and we're actually quite good or maybe it's your usual spags early season shit show um i really don't know i would imagine it'll be high scoring um mahomes record as saint tomo before duncan came on board mahomes record in week one Played four one four. Um was it his passer rating hundred and thirty three point seven, eleven hundred and something yards, thirteen touchdowns and no interceptions. Average of thirty six points a game. We've played some decent teams too, I remember the Yeah, we have, yeah. The, 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 the Texans when they were well when you're allowed to speak about them, uh Chargers, Justin Herbert. Yeah. Herbert. Um yeah, Did you play uh, the yeah, Patriots? Absolutely. Was that the Kareem Hunt game? I can't remember. No, was he there? No. We also had the... Um, oh, no. The... the um, Jags. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, He's Davey. The, the, the coming out party for the mullet guy. What's the mullet guy called? Minchu. Minchu. Oh, I love God. Oh, Jackson. I can't remember his name. Oh. Coming out. Oh, <laughs> God, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> That's just like leaving in the morning and just like there's just, there's so just an indentation brilliant. of your head on the pillow. Gardner Minch, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Gardner Minch is coming out party. Yeah, oh, I love Gardner Minch. Um, <laughs> you love his mullet. That's what you love. Yeah, but oh yes, yeah, but no. I mean, uh, Andy Reid with with bye weeks and then time to prepare and whatever. We all know how you know how good he is. I think that the um, looking at the the sort of Cardinals roster depth chart, whatever, you know, DeAndre Hop- on the offense, DeAndre Hopkins is out. So I catch tight end is, um, questionable. It's questionable. Uh, Rodney Hunter at center that we all know is questionable as well. You know, they've got good players on defense as well. JJ Watt, although he's maybe not, not, you know, we don't necessarily know what he's, um, you know, what he's, he's like this he's year. He's not the JJ last Watt five year. years ago. Sounds well, like dude, he, was, he was really <laughs> good last year. At the start last year, he was really good for a while. Early doors last year. They've got Buddha Baker at safety. He's good. He's good. He's good. Got Isaiah yeah. Simmons. Who's good. They've got Ben Neiman at linebacker. <laughs> who's Ben Neiman at linebacker? <laughs> I hope um, we see him. I hope he plays. Absolutely. You know, I, th- I think that they're um, they're all right. Yeah, but I I think the Cardinals are. And again, this is going to sound like a total dig, but I think it's, in a lot of ways, I think some some ways the Cardinals are one of the most overrated teams in the league mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's because I see a lot coming through on the feed from whatever I must follow Cardinals fans or whatever online or I can't, I can't, I'm not sure but like they're chippy and they're punchy and they like they think that they're like the Bills mm-hmm. like a Super Bowl team in waiting Kyler Murray can do absolutely no wrong yeah, even mm-hmm. when he's playing Call of Duty instead of you know <laughs> reading his playbook. playbook yeah but I just I, part of me just doesn't see it. Like I kind of, I kind of want to like them because I think that they, like, they're quite a bold franchise. They they drafted Rosen, and we're like, no, this is it, ripping it up. And we're going to start again, and went, you know, all in on Kyler Murray, and you and know, then hired his coach. 
<laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. and whether you're a body believer or not, like he's got a unique skill set. He's a little bit like Lamar Jackson. Like his um, his arm is mm. good when he's allowed to throw. When he can he see over. Really... When he can. When he can see over the line. <laughs> but again, he's... who's he throwing to? Hollywood Brown. He wasn't particularly great at the Ravens. AJ Green's about 150 years old. Rondale Moore. I, you look at the receiving car and there's nothing there. You, sorry, the dog's mm. just dreaming next to me here and he's he's barking away. Can you hear this? He doesn't like Colin Murray. Dog's big. No, dog's big into yeah, things, he's he's fast asleep here next to me and he's just. He's asleep. Twitching. He's asleep and he's twitching away. That's him dreaming there right now. But I digress. Um, yeah, like there's there's nothing in their wide receiver core that makes you kind of go uh, that looks good mm. Zach Ertz is good if he's going to be healthy but he's questionable mm. Connor's a good running back I, I just think I feel like they I feel like they should be more fun to watch than they are I remember like I remember them like the Kyler Murray Cliff Kingsbury, like the first game, and there was all this talking revolutionary offense, and it's going to look so different. It's going to be loads of RPOs and motions and different stuff, and it's going to be something the NFL's never seen before. And I watched the first game, and I was like, "Well, this is shit." <laughs> it was just so boring. And he's another one though, and this this is my kind of hope for the Cardinals games. He seems to run around a bit like Lamar sometimes. Like sometimes he just runs around a bit like a headless chicken, and I could see. Carl Loftus getting him a couple of times. I, I think he's going to get two sacks on Kyler Murray, where Murray kind of decides to just turn around and face the wrong way for some reason sometimes. And I could see Carl Loftus, like, five seconds into a play, finally sacking Kyler Murray. He's I, I think if we if you keep Kyler Murray in the pocket, we win this game comfortably. Yeah. Well, yeah, when he's, got, when he's got no real receiving core or whatever, yeah, I, I think so. And I think that... We've seen against like Josh Allen last year. I think that with someone like Nick Bolton, you're like you're, you're looking at your your mobile quarterback, thinking you need to stay honest. Like you're not getting a free yeah. run at this. If you if you if you, if you if you if you try to take an extra yard, we're going to take your fucking head off. Yeah. Chanel. <laughs> no, he's not ready. He's, no, he's no not, I don't think he is he either. Is but not you tell him. Yeah, but you could put him out there and just say you just you just spy Kyler Murray and you hit him if he moves. Just give him a look. Just give him the eyes. That could be quite an effective tactic for Leo yeah. Chanel. You just follow Kyler Murray and you just twat him if you see him if you get anywhere near him. Just cut him in half. I mean, and if it's not, I'm not. I don't have any stats up here, but like, I know that Spags likes a blitz, and I think that with the kind of profile we've got of of the DVs, Justin Reed. Um, Ow. The um, the guy we drafted, Sneed. Um, yeah. I think we could be quite an effective team on the blitz as well. Sneed guys, from the guys, slot we've blitz got, in we've, we've got DBs who really like contact, and I don't necessarily know that that's that's all that common. Yeah. My my con- I think if I have a concern, and I don't necessarily know if it's in this first week or if it's just more general, is that. On the defense, I just wonder: Do we lack just a leadership figure or voice? Hmm. And I know we've got Fra- Frank Clark seems to <laughs> play his own 
furrow, if you like. And I don't necessarily, I know we've seen a lot of stuff about him kind of mentoring George Kalaftis in the, um, in the, um, in the camp. And that's great. That's exactly what you want. I think Chris Jones is obviously a senior figure, but I don't necessarily know that he's a, he's not a, he's a leader. He's more of a spiritual leader, if you like, you know, than a kind of, than your Anthony Hitchens kind of vocal. Get people in the right place. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just wonder, maybe Justin Reed will be that, you know, maybe he'll send, he'll step right into the kind of Tyreek, um, uh, Tyra Matthew role. And we've got Nick Bolton, obviously with a green dot. He completely reveled in that last year, you know, and hopefully he takes another step on. But I would that would be my one worry that, like you say, if we're a slow start in defence, we just don't have we don't have that one guy who's just going to kind of bash heads together and just say, right, come on, lads, let's just sort this shit out. Okay, I think my concern is where's the pass rush coming from? Like, do do we have to blitz to get a pass rush? Or are Frank Clark and Kalaftis and Chris Jones going to be able to generate pressure without extra help? If we can generate pressure without extra help, I think we'll be fine. If we have to blitz, we could have problems. I I don't think it's a week one problem because it's going to sound really... I hope you don't come back to what you but I don't think the Arizona Cardinals are, are like the test... I think you could be kind of. I think this is a perfect kind of week one game for them, where you, you could probably get away with a couple of things, but then you go into a Chargers game where you're going to be like, okay, okay, you could. You, we might think we were, we did quite well week one, but this is like a total different situation that we're in right now. So I feel like we'll be okay against the Cardinals, but I don't know how much you're going to be able to really read into it. Yeah, I think I think that's a fair summary. In some ways, it's, it's, it's not the worst first week for us, because I think on paper it's a it's a tough game. And I, 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 Cardinals, like I say, I just I can't decide if they're the worst of the good teams or the best of the bad teams. But they're not <laughs> at the top. But you're, you're right; they're not at the top, mm. the top level. We've we've got a lot harder games, a lot more of them as well to play this season. But they're absolutely not a gimme. Yeah. So we're not going to be. You don't take them for to, granted. No, exactly. We're not going to be rolling to sort of, um, you know, week two against the Chargers, which is, you know, <laughs> second week of the season and a must-win game. But that's what it is. Yeah. At home, yeah, you know, it's a massive game. You know, we're not, we're not. It's not. It's not. We're going to be rolling on there off of a forty to seven walkover. You know, thinking, yeah, we're the best team ever. Um. I think it's not the worst first game for us because we will need to play well to win. But I think if we don't win, that's a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the is Chargers it a must, really is it a win. must win? But the, the first week. Mm-hmm. Um, Bear, bearing in mind the schedule that's coming up in the next few weeks. It's not I a must win because it's week one and you've got 16 other games to fix it. But, but I think, like you say, given given the schedule we've got, I think it's quite important that we beat the teams that we think are a tier below us. We got to beat the teams we should beat, and then beat some of the some of the fifty fifty ones as well. I think. But the Chargers have got 
the Raiders week one and then us week two, if they're two and oh, it's not ideal. Mm-hmm. Not an ideal start for us. No matter what our record would be, one and one or oh and two, it wouldn't be ideal. So that is Wait, our, our week first two seven, bigger than week first, one. But. First seven games Cardinals, Chargers, Colts, Tampa Bay, Raiders, Bills, 49ers. Like Arizona is potentially the easiest game of the lot. I just hope we've got enough. I, like I know you're not really concerned about the offense. The, the the concern I have with the offense is that we've got like two number two receivers and then like two number three receivers, and that's fine when you've got Travis Kelsey. But I just I don't think he's going to get any help from the run game at all. I think they're going to be at like. Kind of like an all time low. Pacheco. I hope he's amazing, but I think, I think he's, I think just let him be what he is. I don't. You can put expectations on him. I'd love to. Don't be wrong. I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to get much help from the from the run game. I just. I just hope that everything seems a lot more schemed up this year because last year it felt like is Kelsey open? Is Hill open? Ah shit. So I just hope. I just hope it's coherent this year, and I don't uh, know. As I, said, I really uh, don't know what to expect from the offense at all. I think they'll be decent because they've got Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, but I think that it's one of these things where it's it's so easy to fall into the trap of who's going to replace Tyreek Hill, and the an- mm-hmm. I think the answer is no one. No, I, I just think it's going to be agree. different, and I think it's not going to be better or worse. It's just going to be different, and it's whether or not that different can get close to its ceiling it's not whether or not it's di- the, the different can be as good as it was last year because because that, that's pointless or, or, or previous years because that's pointless trying to say that because it will be totally different it's, I think it's, it's not apples for apples I agree but my concern is is what is the ceiling because everyone is really excited about Juju and so am I don't be wrong and I actually think that having not heard a lot about him in preseason is actually incredibly kind of positive thing and I think it could be a juju game or whatever but there's there's also the fact that he's just come off an injury if he's not what we hope he is then all of a sudden you're relying on MVS who for some reason the Packers got rid of when they've got no other wide receivers and it's just just a few kind of like hmm it's it's like it's like it's like your your article Duncan it's like the good the bad and the ugly and it could be that for the defense it could be that for the offense we just don't, who knows and that's why I'm kind of one of the most exciting things yeah. in a way about Sunday is that we might be able to get an idea of what it looks like because at the moment I have no idea what it's going to look like I think you throw everything out in week one as in you show as much as you possibly can and you say to the Chargers, good luck figuring out what we're going to do in week two. Which is the total opposite of what we did last year when we used to hide everything. So I agree with you, I agree with you but it's going to be a Michael Burton game, isn't it? I, mean, I, I guess my, in, in some ways my hope is that for the last three or four years, Andy Reid has been like looking at his playbook and thinking, I've got so much cool stuff in here. Mm-hmm. that I'd like to do yet I know that in Tyreek Hill I've got perhaps the most unique weapon in the whole league and you have to play to that strength it's 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 negligent to not play to that strength 
And so now that he doesn't have that, mm. ra- rather than saying, oh shit, how are we going to replace that? He's just turned the page in his book with all the Tyrant Hill plays and gone, oh, there's some good stuff in here, lads, wait till you see what's going to go on. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's my hope, that, that it's it's just a chance to completely reset and we're not trying to adapt to things that we've done before. Like we've seen last year, like we've we've got, what, a top five, perhaps, a, in, a, you know, best case scenario, top one offensive line. Mahomes is going mm-hmm. to get all the protection that he needs yep. to sit in the pocket and wait to guy wait you know wait to to do his first read his second read his third read and you know with 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 Kelsey with Juju with Hardman with MVS you know you could be looking down three four reads mm-hmm. thinking I've got I've still got a, a, a you know a premier target here and a receiving back you know, in Clyde Edwards Alaire well <laughs> oh Pacheco oh, yes I mean. I mean, on, on the running backs, my, my take on the running backs is let's not worry about what they can't do. Let's play to the strengths of what they can do and not try to ask them to do things that they can't do. Which is I think exactly what we haven't done with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Because his, his strength was receiving out the backfield and we've tried running in between the tackles. And yeah, and as much as... Ready. I mean, I, I think I... I um, I was working from home and I had a, I think it was the Athletic podcast on, and I don't know if it was the same week that we, I'd, again, in none of the WhatsApp groups gone on my Clyde Edwards earlier, kind of, doesn't doesn't matter where he was drafted, like, one of my sort of CEH defence rants, and they'd said that he was, was he, I think he was something like the ratio to of the yards before contact and the yards after contact, his is the lowest. Like, he's got so much time to run and then doesn't do anything once he gets hit we have like like you said the number one offensive line I really don't think it should be that hard I, I, I just you've got I, I, it's uh, I, I can't defend him anymore that literally you have like a number one offensive line you got one of the biggest deep threats in the NFL so everyone's playing backed off coverage and he still can't run the ball I just uh, waste the time his longest carry last season was 17 it's disgraceful it actually but, pisses me off to be honest because we could have really done with that, a run game in the Bengals game and McKinnon looked McKinnon looked good in stretches and his longest was 18 yeah so. well well, this is it. <laughs> this is why I think it's you, oh, I don't know. he should be better than he is and he's not so. my, my thing with Clyde is just flip the switch enjoy what he does well which is getting 4 and 5 yards of carry which you could just as throw a screen. You could just throw. Yeah. But as an NFL running back, it's not the worst in the world. And worry about the rest later. I think would be my thing with Clyde. I don't think I've. I just don't think I've encountered a player where our own fans are so fixed on what he can't do rather than what he can do. And I understand he's a first round pick. And you know, and I get that that comes with certain expectations. But we're three years down the line now. Where he was picked doesn't matter. Just, just let I, him be the player he, he, he's trying to be. I agree, but I don't feel like we've replaced him because he was a first round pick. I think I think they should have done more to to go and find somebody than than what they have done because I I, I don't feel confident with him being 
the number one running back, and I hope he runs for over 100 yards or whatever, and hope that this is who you're going to find out. He's got to do it this year, or otherwise I think they'd just fully cut ties at this point. He might stay on the roster to the end of his rookie deal or whatever, but he's got to show it this year, because this is his chance. He's not going to get a better chance than this. No, Contract season is undefeated. Yep. Well, As a wise man once said. What? What? But this is a thing. Is like, what? What is? What is a successful season for him? Because what? What is? What is the bar to say? Yeah, he had a decent season. I don't know what's, what? What the level is anymore. I don't know what yards. to expect. Thousand for yards rushing. Rushing. Yep. I'd be shocked. Yeah. But yeah, I'd be shocked as well. But that's, like as you said, teams are playing two deep safeties. They're backing off. I did that last you, year. You. I know they did, and we he got five hundred and seventeen yards rushing last year and one hundred and nineteen carries. Like, the the bar for that should be twice what he's doing. Like, he he should be doing a hundred yards a game. So why haven't we replaced Be- him? That is a very good question, which this, I don't this have is, an this answer is, for. This is the thing I don't I don't understand. Is like we I feel like that we haven't replaced him because then it just signifies that he was an absolute bust. But I I, I know you won't like that, but. They they just uh, they should they should be able to find someone that can rush for more than five hundred yards behind this offensive line with Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback. Right, th- well, hopefully I, he does. I, I really flips, hope. I like Pacheco. I really hope he does. For me, the, the flip side of that is that we've got the best quarterback in the game. So yes, like, do you really want your running back winning the game for you? Well, exactly. No. Like, yeah, you like, want the, Mahomes to. Yeah, there's there's absolutely no need or onus to invest anything <coughs> over you know anything over the like the bare minimum in the running back position when your quarterback is so gifted uh, mm-hmm. as Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. like what like what's the what's the, op- what's the opposite like we we spoke about sort of hypothetical trades and I think I threw out facetiously kind of um Saquon Barkley yeah. you know as a, as a possible but like we we don't we don't want to have a running back that we feel that we need to give carries to because to justify a salary or a or a draft, um, you know, or a trade sort of commitment or anything like that. Um, but what you do need is you want a running back who is effective when you get the looks to run the ball. Mm. And to me, that's what Clyde Edwards-Alaire wasn't. We had the looks to run the ball and he wasn't effective doing it. He seems and just that, a lot hold. That's me. why we need something more than that at running back. I'd rather get Damian Williams back at this point. Isn't he on the Cardinals now? Probably. <laughs> what, what are the sure on? No, it's Daryl. Daryl's on the Cardinals. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, well, there's a lot of running back talk, considering, but you know, very passionate about Clyde being bad. I I'm, I'm, <laughs> I want him to be good. Like I want him to succeed, but like he hasn't shown no, anything I... to me to say. No. That he will succeed in the way that the Chiefs have been using him. Now, if they were to try and use him differently, it's possible he might be more successful than he has been. Yeah. But that that makes me question why they haven't. And then I don't. Yeah, that I don't yeah. know. That I don't and know. then and then I guess the other thing is I don't know what he could do this year that wouldn't want me to make us move on from him next yeah. year. But that's a problem for next off season, I guess. Yeah. And speaking about problems for the future. As host, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking back the conversation. We're going to end on a positive, right? We're 55 minutes in. Yep. Let's get back to the Cardinals. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw a question out. I want you guys to complete it, right? And the answer 
cannot be Patrick Mahomes. So the Chiefs will beat the Cardinals because Tomo. Juju Smith-Schuster Smith is actually good. Right, Neil, the Chiefs will beat the Cardinals because... They throw to Jordy Fortson in the red zone. 8-1. to 8-1. <laughs> I think he's going to be a red zone I think so beast. too. Tom, Tom Childs. Um, I want to put some money on that today. It was in one of the, in the, game, the playoff game where Fortson got a couple of touchdowns after... after his first one, Tom Charles put up a poll, and I think it was like Portson over under six and a half touchdowns this season. Over. And I was like, oh, I, I think I put under to start with, and I just, just because I was going to share the, the the targets, and then he got second. And I was like, actually, I, I, I retract, I think. Yeah, five targets, and two of them went for touchdowns last season. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to take away from Travis Kelsey's. Sort of yards. I don't. I like. No. If if Travis Kelsey doesn't get to a thousand, that's not because of Jody Fortson. But I think he might take away from. Travis take Kelsey's his touchdowns. touchdowns yeah. Uh, Jody Fortson won me six hundred quid last year when he was sixteen to one to score a touchdown. Cheers, Jody. Nice one, mate. Um, yeah, I, I'm backing him to score a touchdown most weeks. I'd yeah. say. Um, and, and I think I'll be right was, half the time. And we've just spent a wee bit of time kind of ragging on Clyde Edwards-Helaire, but I think on the on the flip side, if if Jody Fortson had some sort of breakout season or just made it through the season looking every inch a sort of NFL tight end two, I think we'd all be absolutely delighted. I think I think we're all really pulling for him. Yeah, if definitely. we're if we're doing bold predictions, my bold prediction is Jody Fortson leads the team in receiving touchdowns this season. Oh, great point. Bold predictions. I put that out this afternoon. We haven't got to that. Ah oh, Christ, that's three beers when you're <laughs> right. We're here now. Right, yes, exactly. Right. So bowl predictions, uh, Neil. Jody Fortson is the Leads the league leads the team in receiving touchdowns. I like that one. Bold but not ridiculous. Yes. Tomo, you have one. Chiefs defence to be the highest scoring defence in the Andy Reid era. Which I've done the research, which made me feel less confident. But <laughs> 2013-2015, they had six turnovers that went for touchdowns, which I then went on and suggested that we scored all of the f extra points, which is improbable, but let's go with it, which takes it seven times six, which is 42. Is so that just defence or is that special teams as well? Uh, uh, you can throw special teams in if you want. I I mean I was going just defense. I, the, the stats that I've picked are just defense. If that okay. was the question, right. sorry, I think yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you go back, twenty twenty one, there was four uh, turnover touchdowns. Twenty twenty was two. Twenty nineteen three. Twenty eighteen four. Twenty seventeen three. Twenty sixteen four. Was feeling really good about it, and then we got two thousand fifteen was six. Two thousand fourteen was one, and then two thousand thirteen was six. So six. So you you're gonna need essentially. Seven turnovers. Every other game. Seven pick sixes without Dan Sorensen. Wow, you could fumble it and then pick the ball up. Yeah. Strip sack Murray as he's well, running backwards twenty yards and then Karloftis picks the ball up to try. Oh, I'd love it if Josh Karloftis scored it. Can you imagine? Could, like, listen, the man yeah. can't celebrate a sack. Imagine celebrate a touchdown. Yeah. His head. I would <laughs> be so exciting. Yeah. I actually realised I still haven't watched the last preseason game. <laughs> I'm not sure I missed much. No, I don't think you uh, no, I think you're fine. Shane Bichelli made the roster. You're fine. You did enough. Um, 
Yeah, so mine, I've got, I've got two. I mean, one's not that that bold. It's Josh Kalafis leads all the rookies in the league in in sacks. I think yep, that he's I got. Yeah, I that. Yeah, I just think he's got a chance of. Well, he's going to play a. He's going to play a lot. Snaps. Yeah. And you look at the other teams that have drafted the the edge guys high. Like, of all those guys, of, of all the first round edge rush. I think Hutchins is going to be very good. Yeah, but how how often are the Lions really going to put a guy into, really going to put teams in pass situations? I think there was just, I could just see the Chiefs having their opposition in pass situations a lot more mm-hmm. than the Lions. Playing with the lead. Hutchinson just, I, I, like, I I've so. watched Hard Knocks this year for the first time in a long time and he does nothing to convince me. See, the, the, the very first week of, of, of pre-season, here's my example, Aiden Hutchinson and Hard Knocks, was spending time wanking about with his <laughs> some sort of defensive line pal, trying to decide on his like um, on his sack celebration. His family know. are sitting up in the post boxes with T-shirts with his name in like the Hutch name in some sort of logo. Which oh, I'm I... sorry, Hutchinson family is a rugby post, not an <laughs> NFL post. And what's George Carlatis doing in the first week? Not practicing sack celebrations, getting a fucking sack. Yeah. To be fair, Hutchinson's first play was a tackle for a loss. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I don't recall myself calling tackles for loss. Uh, I'm just. I, I'm just there. saying he played like half a series and got it's a tackle just, for loss on first play. There's, 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 there's something about Ian Hutchinson. I'm just. Uh, I'm not buying. He. I bet he was he a knobhead expect, at school. He, he expects to be good and yeah, is waiting yeah, to be anointed that way. He does look and a bit I, slimy, but... And I think that Kalaftis is working his ass off to be good. I like that. Yeah. Um, here's my other one. Here's my bold one, my really bold balls-out one. A player that's not currently on the Chiefs is going to catch a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Ooh... What do you mean? For the Chiefs? Yeah. <laughs> For anyone? <laughs> For anyone? It's not Debo Samuel in a 27-29, uh, whatever. Um, no, no. Uh, and I had written down Odell Beckham Jr., but that, I realise, is very, very specific. I've got another good one. But I can, just, really I can just see us um, doing the kind of um, Levin and Bell thing, just there's going to be somebody out there halfway through the season that's available and that's not it's not throwing shade on our offence at the moment I just think that there's a like adding to a strength I think is a real strength like a real flex at the end of you know when you're getting into the business end of the season I can I, I could just see us adding someone in the in the receiving department do we think? Do you think Odell Beckham's like already on the Rams essentially, or do you reckon if it, if things weren't going as planned for the Chiefs, they could just make like a, a a huge push for him? I think Odell Beckham's at the Bills already. You reckon the Bills? Yeah. Yeah. I think he is ring chasing a little bit. To yes, be fair exactly. Well. I think he will. Um, I think he'll join the I best think, team. Yeah, he'll join the team yes. that wants him, which has the best chance of winning mm. winning the thing because he's going to get like where are the teams based or whatever. It's going to be irrelevant. Like it's not good. Like coming to Kansas City in the winter for three months. Like that's not that much of a hardship when you can go and live wherever the hell you want after that with yeah. your ring and 
the same amount of money that the mm. um the Rams are ever going to give I give you. Um, yeah, I, I, I can just see it happening. I, I think that if if it was going to be, the, I, I know that he's like really close to the Rams still and all that sort of stuff, and I, I get all that. But um, I. I think I think he would like to play with Patrick Mahomes, and I think this is this year's his only chance. Yeah, I would agree with all that. I have another good one that's really random, and it's probably slightly too. I should just say for the whole season, but I'm going to give you a game because we were talking about it earlier. I'm going to go with Isaiah Pacheco, punt or kick return because I think he's probably only going to be on kick returns, right? Yeah. Touchdown against the Chargers in week two, week two at home. Yeah. I can yeah. buy into that. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I called that. I called that on Twitter. Someone else put. I think it was Tom Charles. Did you actually? Put, I didn't yeah, see that, Tom Charles put a bold. Like, he's like, give us your bold predictions. And I was like, yeah, yeah week two, we're gonna get Did not Pacheco specifically, but oh, I went to check it out. Let's go for Pacheco. Listen, we, we were saying in the abandoned pod, the special, the, the Chargers special team still sucks. Doesn't matter how good Herbert or how good their backfield or how good Bosa or whatever it is, a special team is ass. <laughs> just finish it there we're done we're done unless you do a score prediction just score it. predictions we'll do score predictions but the special team's ass right and that, that could easily come and hurt them it's it's not going to hurt the Chiefs and we Neil and I are in the the, the group chat about the Casey trip and we're doing a lot of chat about um, good teams bad teams whatever and you know my take is that like these fine margins special teams um Kelsey putting the ball down in that 13 second drive, you know, without wasting time. Whereas, and you know, the same week the Cowboys, their receiver spent 13 seconds celebrating a touchdown and ran the clock out. You know, these things are not going to yeah. win you games. But if you get them wrong, they'll lose you games. Yeah. And we don't get these things wrong. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. We're gonna, we're, I'm gonna put it on my bet slip. Hey, good odds on that. Right. About sevens roughly for defense special teams to score. I, I guess oh, Chargers Pacheco. evens probably. Um, <laughs> right, let's um, be at this an hour. Let's 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 call the game, get out of here, and we will speak again when we're all one and zero and uh, happily rolling this season. Who's who wants to go first? I don't have a score, so take your time. I'm gonna have to do some maths and work out. What, uh, um, Chiefs thirty six. Cardinals twenty eight. Why is this? I'm gonna go. Score Garmy. Chiefs twenty six. Arizona fourteen, which is the same score as two thousand nineteen Chiefs Cardinals game. Okay. Now we were speaking about our bet builders and whatever, and what we should put on. And in my head, I'm like, just bet. Bet the spread every time because the Chiefs never cover the spread. However, this game, I think the Chiefs are going to absolutely maul it. I think we're three and a half point favourites. That's gonna five um, five and a half on Paddy Power. Are we? Oh, yes. I it was the, anyway, we're still having that. I'm going to go thirty-one <laughs> seventeen. I think this is a statement win. Start the season statement win move on to the Chargers next week and give them what for as well at Arrowhead I like your thinking 
Right, you've heard it here, folks. Uh, easy win coming up. Fortson to score, Chiefs to cover, Mahomes to go mental, Juju over, Pacheco Clyde over, under. all those other things. Come back and tell us what you spent your winnings on. Enjoy the game. Have a great weekend. We will speak next week.